All right, we continue the conversation on the talking point. I want to uh, go straight into our thinking point for this morning. Of course, I'll be taking your calls on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line 614 That's where you can send your voice notes and on Twitter at SFM Radio, the hashtag there. SFM Talking Point. Let me welcome uh, Tembani Mgita, who is the Acting Deputy Director General for um, Institutional Operations Management in the Eastern Cape Education Department. Good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, Tessie, and good morning to all of you. Why must your department be taken to court in order to do the basics, which is supply textbooks? Uh, no, thank you so much, Tessie. Firstly, it's a uh, a regrettable, unfortunate uh, uh, event uh, that we have had to be taken to court. Of course, even though it really took us by surprise at the department, but we understood the circumstances and the reasons why we were taken to court, because it related to the delays on the delivery of learner teacher support material in the province which has been a, a result mainly of delays in actually obtaining the required resources because in terms of the cycling for the procurement and delivery of LTSM, all processes should be starting in June of a year preceding the year of delivery to the schools. But unfortunately, because we had issues around budget, uh, adequate budget in the system, that process took longer and budget could only be confirmed in December of 2021, which basically then meant that we had to start in earnest the processes in January of of 2022, because even at the time that we received confirmation of availability of of, 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 of of funding, at that time, all the manufacturers of stationery and publishers of, of textbooks had closed. And at the time we were receiving even that kind of funding, there were some instructions as guided, of course, by our provincial treasury to, to say that go and negotiate some prices, and as I say, at that time, manufacturers and publishers had already closed. So we had to wait until everybody came back in January to start the process. So basically, that did happen. Mr. Mkida, how can you say that you were surprised when you've just outlined the extent to which the department, regardless of the reason, had fallen behind on its own planning? And to put it plainly, you were simply not ready for the start of the academic year. Surely it's something that should have been anticipated by the department that we are going to run into trouble if we are unable to resolve what we need to do from a procurement space in time so that we're able to get these deliveries? No, the surprise in the sense that, Katrina, firstly in January, when we got to realize that we were not going to make uh, the time uh, that we should in order for us to deliver by the time schools reopen in January. 
We sent out communication to all our stakeholders and we communicated as widely as possible to say that there is this challenge. And the implications of this challenge are that by the time schools were going to be opening on the 19th of January, that we would not have delivered stationery to all the schools. The only material that would be available in schools was going to be workbooks because workbooks were, were in schools. But also it was 92% of textbooks because textbooks are not procured 100% every year because a textbook's lifespan is expected to be five years. So the textbooks that are in our schools are still to get 92%. So 92% of textbooks were already in schools. So what we're mainly referring to at the time was 100% of stationery that it would not be in schools at that time, but also the 8% top-up of textbooks. So the point, so, so the point that I'm raising to you, I think, is similar to what the constitutional, uh, sorry, the the court in uh, in Makanda has found. It's that it is untenable that you you only in January are communicating with stakeholders about the fact that you are going to be unable to deliver on what is part of your constitutional mandate and the court really took it seriously enough to also include as part of its order that you now have to report to the court by September the plans that you have in place about the procurement processes for whatever stationery whatever textbooks that may be needed for the 2023 school year and that indicates a lack of trust in the ability of the education department to be able to do what it needs to do on time. Now you are quite right, Katie. Uh, in the circumstances, I, I think that the, the, the court is fair in actually saying that please come and demonstrate to us that this is not going to be a repeat occurrence for the academic year of 2022. And already, we have actually, we are putting all our plans to demonstrate that indeed, this shall never actually happen again. And as I indicated earlier on, we are guided by a national LTFM sector plan, which clearly stipulates what actions must be done at what time in order for all the departments to be ready come the opening of school in the new academic year. Mr. Mkida, the education department is sitting with the highest share of the budget in the Eastern Cape, your department alongside that of the health department. Interestingly enough, however, your department is also one of those that has been identified as bearing the greatest liquidity risk to the financial affairs of the province. You're currently sitting with an overdraft of about 1.4 billion rand. You have not exactly done well to ensure that even the money that you're being given, you're spending in the way in which needs to be spent and in a way that responds to the challenges that the province is facing. Uh, Notwithstanding the fact that I may not really want to get into details in terms of 
the financial management capacity of the department and the extent to which the department is indebted, as you are saying. But one of the realities is the fact that during 2020 and 2021, the department, and as a result of exactly what you are saying, that because we are actually carrying one of the largest budgets, but when all government departments were subjected to some budget cuts, we are exactly one of the departments that had actually suffered severely as a result of those cuts. And those cuts actually affected a number of areas of service delivery in the department. And as a result, as we, are tra- as we are trying to condemn with that, you have these setbacks even in areas where we had thought that we had actually made a lot of improvement in the past. So I agree that we have that budget, but even when you are cutting, especially if that cut is proportional to the size of the budget that your department is actually carrying, then it actually affects you severely. Will you be meeting this latest deadline of the 31st of March to deliver textbooks? Yes, we're working around the clock, Kathy, to make sure that we are meeting the deadline. We have met with our publishers. We are meeting with everyone who is actually participating in the project. And the indication so far is that it is going to be possible that we meet the deadline. And in terms of accountability, who is being held accountable for the fact that this delay took place in the first place? Well, I think that the entire system of government kept uh, in this particular instance, because contrary to what you were indicated earlier to, 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 to intimate that perhaps it was due to reasons of planning. This time around, it was not. It was lack of budget, which is understood in the entire system. So we are taking collective responsibility of the situation. Tembani Mgida, the Acting Deputy Director General for Institutional Operations Management in the Eastern Cape Education Department. So there you have it, uh, collective responsibility being taken in this instance. All right, I'm going to take your calls after this. Also back with some breaking news out of uh, the Democratic Alliance. I'll tell you more in a moment.